And you have to take ownership. It's your responsibility to let your partner know how you want to be treated. Don't expect them to come to you and ask. Okay? I mean, a good partner will, but you need to, you need to stand up for yourself, guys. Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode is covering boundaries. Why we all fucking hate the word boundaries. (laughs) I have I have a couple clients in my program, The Effective Communication Method, right now, who just hate the word boundaries. <laughs> they don't they don't want to call it that. They're like, oh, like I just feel like one of my clients was like, it feels like when I think boundaries, it's just okay, you sit there, don't do nothing. Bah, bah, bah. Like <laughs> like use this stern voice. And he's like, that's the feeling I get when I hear the word boundaries, which I totally get. I can totally see how there's that negative connotation that goes along with boundary setting. And it kind of makes you seem like an asshole because you have to place rules for your partner. But if you really think of it as a beautiful, awesome thing that it is, um, you can change that connotation yourself personally. So I want you to think of boundary setting as you training your partner, teaching your partner how you want to be treated. Um, and that's that's really what it is. Because if you don't tell someone or show someone that you like certain things or certain things you do not like and you're not okay with them, um, you're not okay with being treated certain ways, then that needs to be expressed somehow. And you need to let your partner know. You can't expect them to know exactly how you want to be treated because what do people know? People know how they want to be treated. They don't know how you want to be treated. So that is their job to ask you so that they know, but it's more importantly your job to tell them and to make sure they know. Um, and this, you know, I always cover this concept with, um, with sex too, where it's like, you know, there's so many women out there who just like, oh, he should know where my clit is. He should know what to do and how to pleasure me. But, but really it's like, okay, it's your body though. And every body is different. So you have to tell him what you like, otherwise he won't know what to do and he most likely won't do it. Um, so that's something I usually share just to stand up for you guys, uh, sex wise, but that's just an example. Um, All right, so getting back on track to boundaries, I want you to think of, like I said, change change that image or thought process around boundaries to be, okay, boundaries are good, boundaries help me, boundaries help my partner, because now she knows what I like and what I don't like, and there's a sense of freedom in that, guys. Like, when we know what our man wants from us, and like what he really likes and what he doesn't like, that's very relieving, you know, because then we know, okay, I definitely can't do that. Or I can't, I can't come across this way to him because I know it will make him upset. So I'm going to do it this way. Like, otherwise it's just walking on eggshells because you never know how the person's going to react because you don't know essentially how they want to be treated. So there's such a weight off your shoulders 
and off your heart and off the pressure and that feeling of walking on eggshells when you have this conversation around boundaries and you you say you know you put it out there like you know this happened the other day and I just it made me feel this way and I realized I'm not I'm not okay with that and what I would like us to do moving forward is to either communicate it this way like you know or maybe you can do this instead what does that sound like to you you know so it's that's all it is. It's having a conversation that, yeah, it's uncomfortable at first, but at the end of the day, you're fighting for what you feel you deserve and how you want to feel and how you want your partner to treat you. And as I, as I said earlier, we only know how to treat ourselves unless we ask our partner or our partner tells us. And you have to take ownership. It's your responsibility to let your partner know how you want to be treated. Don't expect them to come to you and ask, okay? I mean, a good partner will, but you need to... You need to stand up for yourself, guys, and you need to have certain rules around or certain tolerations, as I usually put it. You know, what what will you not tolerate? There needs to be certain things you know you won't tolerate, and you either say that to your partner from the beginning or as it happens, you let them know, and then you also give a plan of action in terms of this in the future, I would like to see this. What do you think of that? Because then you're not telling her what to do, but you're saying how you would want to be treated in that circumstance and then also asking her what her opinion is and if she's okay with treating you that way if she's comfortable so it's really a talk it comes across as a serious talk which as i said is uncomfortable and weird and awkward sometimes but at the end of the day you're getting to know each other at such a on such a deeper level and they will become less and less awkward of conversations the more you the more you do this the more open you are and the more capable you are of doing having these kind of talks and then it's not weird it's just like Hey, hey, you want to have a check-in really quick? Um, and then they're like, okay. And it's like, hey, yesterday when you did this, it it really, I didn't feel good about that. And it really hurt my feelings because it, you know, it made me feel like this and blah, blah, blah. And moving forward, I I would really like, I would really like it if you didn't say stuff like that again. Or I would really like it if, you know, you said that stuff to me privately instead of in front of our friends. Do you think you could do that? How does that sound to you? So it's it's being very open. It's being vulnerable, but it's also saying, "Look, I'm not okay with that." And if it happens again, that's gonna that's gonna damage our relationship. And I'm putting that out there right now. Instead of just letting things happen again and again and again, and then you just flip a switch one day and you're like, "Ah, like can't fucking stand you. I'm leaving this relationship." And too many people do that because they lack the skills to have that open, vulnerable conversation. That's very focused on trying to understand their partner and make sure they're on the same page versus talk at their partner. There are too many people who talk at their partner, men and women. So instead of talking at her, you want to talk with her and you want to make sure that you're on the same page. And that's what boundaries do. So hopefully at this point already, you have a fluffier, lighter feeling of boundaries. (laughs) Trying to get you there to that point. Um, But boundaries really are a great thing, especially when it comes to money. This is a big one for you guys. I just did a post on Instagram. If you're not following me, at Steph Ganowski. Did a post on Instagram on this because so many guys I talk to have this problem that their their woman uses their money to a certain extent where they feel like they're using the money and are using them for money and they're not so much giving them the affection they want and they're 
they're taking the money and it's kind of like emotional, more and more emotional detachment, it feels like, when they're using the money and they're not paying attention to them. Um, there's this very strange dynamic with with um, sex and money for men. And I don't, I don't exactly know how to dig into that conversation yet. I need to study more on it. But there's definitely... There's definitely something there where men feel like if they're if they're taken care of sexually, then money is not so much an issue. So, yeah, that's for another topic. But just to cover boundaries around money and this situation of you feeling used, if you're ever feeling used in your relationship, that's most likely because you haven't set proper boundaries. And like I said, this just goes, forget the word boundaries. This just means you have not had discussions with your partner teaching her how you want her to treat you. You lack those conversations. And we, we don't like the word and we don't like these conversations because they're uncomfortable. They're awkward. It, they take a lot of patience, right? They take us to put ourselves in the spotlight where we may feel selfish, where we may feel needy. There, there can be a lot of negative emotions that associate to stating what you deserve, so to speak. And a lot of guys especially will feel weak setting boundaries because instead of strong, as you should feel, because they're like, oh, well, I'm just, you know, I'm saying, oh, I need this and you need to do this. And otherwise I'm not happy. And it's all about how you go into it. Okay, and that's really what matters most is your intention of setting the boundary. It's not because you need something from her. Okay, it's it's because you as a person, I mean, I guess you do need to a certain extent, but it's not because you're needy. Okay, there's a difference. It's not because you're needy, it's not because you're selfish, it's because you're a human and you you know how you like to be treated in a loving romantic relationship. And that's why we end up with a certain partner because we find someone who treats us the way we want to be treated to the point where we're satisfied of being, being treated romantically by that person. And this goes with anyone, right? Like, and everyone's different depending on their love language, depending on what they're looking for in a partner, depending on the experiences they want to have. And and that's why this conversation is so important because everyone is different. I think there's too many people that go into relationships and they just assume, all right, every woman wants hugs. Every woman wants flowers. Every woman wants to be told she's beautiful every day. And, and that's it. If I do, And she wants some money to use to whatever. Like, guys have all these opinions around what women want and what they think will satisfy women. But we're not talking about women. We're talking about the woman you're with. All women are different. Okay? And there's definitely a female perspective that can help you guys in general. But each individual woman, when it comes to boundaries, when it comes to what she wants in a relationship, is going to be different from maybe the last woman you dated. So you can't just take all the things that made the last woman in your relationship happy and move them to the next woman you're dating, assuming that will make her happy. Because it probably won't. Most likely not all those things will match up. Right? Because we have different childhoods. Um, We have different pasts. Different things make us happy. We have different love languages. Read the five love languages if you never did. It's a great book. 
and it's all focused on treating your partner the way they want to be treated, not the way you would want to be treated. So for instance, if, you know, your last woman, the last woman you were with, if she loved hugs and she loved being told she was beautiful all the time, and that was like her thing and she felt filled up when you when you did that, she felt very loved by you whenever you did that, then the next woman, maybe she, you know, maybe she needs quality time with you where you're just looking into her eyes and you're off your phone and you have a certain amount of time with her and she doesn't really need the hugs and she doesn't need the compliments, but she needs that physical time and that attention. And that's what makes her feel loved by you. It's totally different, right? Because if you take the things you did with the first woman, if you take the hugs and the compliments and you bring it over to the second woman, you're going to feel like, all right, I'm doing it right. I'm doing everything right. And she's going to feel lost and confused and sad because she's not getting the quality time, which she needs to feel loved. So this is part of boundary setting. Part of boundary setting is understanding your partner's language and not just assuming, oh, I'm going to treat them how I treated the last woman who was really happy by the way I did that. Or I'm going to treat her like all women like this, right? Like all women want to do this. And you can't put all women in a box in that sense. So you have to have these conversations. They're so powerful. They're so good. Women love when you do this. Like we really love, both both men and women love being told what to do in a loving way. You know, we love knowing what we can and can't do in our relationship. We love boundaries. We thrive on boundaries because it gives us this, like I said, this relief where it's like, all right, I know him. I know him. I got him. I know exactly what to do in this relationship to feel loved, to feel like we're thriving, to feel like we're on the same page. I got this. I know because we talk about it and we understand each other. We don't assume. So really, really ask yourself right now, am I more in the place of assuming what my partner wants and then thinking in my head, all right, I'm doing everything right. I'm doing all the things. Or are you having these intentional conversations and more than just once because, you know, people's needs change over time, right? I always tell, I always tell my guys, try to have at least a talk once a month. Once a week would be fucking awesome. But if you can, at least, if you can do once a month, that would be great. Just sitting down and saying, hey, how are we, how are we doing? How are you feeling about our relationship? Right? And that builds trust. The more you care and the more you put yourself out there to show that you want to know her better and you want to understand her likes and dislikes, her wants, her needs, the things she doesn't like, what she's not happy with, and then move forward with how you can change that together. Same for you. You know, have that conversation between the two of you in terms of where you both stand and what you want. That builds trust with each other. That bonds you guys. That increases that oxytocin, which is the love chemical hormone, the love hormone that that keeps you connected. All right, so really important. Really important stuff. I'm losing my voice. I'm not sure why. (laughs) Maybe I'm talking really loud. (laughs) Holy shit. Whenever I get super passionate, guys, I talk really loud. And I used to have, um, not I used to, I had this one phone call when I was first getting started in this business. Quick story. It's funny. And, and there's this kid. I was talking to this kid. He was really young. And I think he's like a teenager. He's like the youngest kid I've ever spoken to. 
about this stuff. And I was getting super amped up and he just called me out and he was like, why are you always screaming? (laughs) I was like, oh shit. And I was like, I'm not screaming. (laughs) And he ended up being like really rude about it. And I was so uncomfortable and I just kind of like, (laughs) I forget how the call ended, but it was just so awkward after that. And I was just like, I get really passionate. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, so back to boundaries. I I just want you to understand that boundaries are a great thing. And when you think, oh, I have to set boundaries, that means my relationship is going to shit. No, it doesn't mean your relationship is going to shit. The sooner you implement boundaries, the longer your relationship will last. You know, according to studies, especially the Gottman Institute, having these conversations where you're turning towards your partner, you're literally facing your partner, you're giving them that, that, um, that time and attention to have these conversations that you're both not so comfortable with, but you know long-term they're really going to help you, is so important. So important. And, you know, the most important thing, or another important thing, I was, uh, I was speaking with a guy on the phone yesterday who, who was telling me that he had... He had a situation, has a situation um, with his wife where I'm not going to go into details, but he he has a situation where he, um, I just had a brain fart. That's why I'm mumbling on my words, <laughs> jumbling on my words. Um, they had where she's not happy, right? She's not happy and she's not giving him much to explain why. So he's not getting a lot of information and he just wants things to go back to normal. And I was telling him, she's not happy with the normal. So you can't go back to normal. That's not working for her. So this is just another part of why boundaries are important and having these discussions are important because you need to know where you're both going too. And boundaries really help you understand where you're both going. So, you know, when you have a set of rules, so to speak, you need to think of another word, but When you have like a certain, let's say like plan of action for how you communicate with your partner, that's really what boundaries are. They're a plan of action, right? It's, it's just clarity on, all right, how do you want to be treated? How do I want to be treated? Lay it flat on the table. This is what it looks like. And this is what it leads to. And that's another important part is where are we going with this? You know, where does this lead us? And if you're not, if your partner is not happy but you're okay with how things are, but your partner's not, you have to understand that you staying in that same plan of action is not going to help her. You know, she's just going to be more and more upset and you're going to eventually lose her and then you won't be happy. Things will not be good. So I think another part of it is understanding where you both want to go and make sure you're both on the same page when it comes to long-term goals. So maybe during that check-in or that conversation, you're thinking, where do you see us? And where do you see us two years from now, five years from now? Where do you see us? And um, something really interesting my, my roommate was talking to me about the other night was she said that she has friends who got married and they made vows to stay, to get, stay together for 10 years and then reevaluate after 10 years. So they got married, 
They had a plan to at least 10 years. They're like, whatever happens, we're going to hash it out for 10 years. Has to reach 10 years. So no getting divorced. No, obviously, I mean, I don't know all the rules. They, I'm kind of making this up now as I go. <laughs> but they pretty much committed to 10 years. And they were like, we're really going to shoot for this 10 years. This has to work, do anything to make these 10 year, years work. And then we'll see what happens. And I thought this was so cool. At first, I was like, wow, that's kind of weird. But then I was like, wait, I love that because this makes you work for your partner and know that, hey, I don't necessarily have them forever. You know, I have them for 10 years, but, you know, I got to keep proving myself. I got to keep dating them. I have to make sure, no, maybe I shouldn't say proving myself, but proving that we can do this together, proving our love, proving our, that our plan is going to work or that we can make it in this life together. And I think when couples think, oh, we'll be together forever, it's just this daunting thing. It becomes a little daunting because it's like, holy shit, forever's a long time. And, you know, you, you kind of forget that you're constantly working with them and, and on the relationship and you just assume, okay, this is just, this is it. You know, there's no, there's no like, little goals to reach. That's why like short-term goals for relationships are just as important as long-term goals. And I just thought that was really cool because it gives, it gives that couple something to work towards. And they just reached the, they hit the 10 years and they're, they reevaluated and they want to renew their vows. So that's really cool. Um, I know that doesn't, it's not going to work for, work out for everyone, but I think it's so many people just lose sight of, all right, where are we going with this? And they don't have concrete, like, all right, when are we going to reevaluate or how often are we going to, you know, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, that was just interesting. I wanted to share. But overall, when it comes to boundaries, I want you guys to have the thought in your head that I need them. I need them from the start. Even when you're just dating, you need to have boundaries. There need to be things that you're not okay with, that you're not going to deal with or wait around for. You know, sometimes I tell guys, all right, don't get hung up on her. You know, give yourself a time frame when that time is up. You you go do your thing and you you walk away. Cuz it's part of your it's partly for your health too, guys. Like this is for your health. This is for your confidence in yourselves as men. Um this is just really ben- your emotional sanity. Like you need to have set guidelines for you to follow so that you feel like you're going down the right path according to what you want in life and that you attract a partner who respects where you're going and what you want in life and vice versa. Boundaries do this. Nothing else does this except communicating how you want to be treated, which is boundaries. It's just communication, guys. Boundary setting is really good communication about how you want to be treated. So hope this helped. I can definitely go more into boundaries. I'm also, I'm out, I'm actually working on a module um, for my guys in the effective communication method. My client's all around boundary settings. So they're getting a special breakdown of boundary settings. They know exactly how to do it in their personal relationships right now. So if that's something you need, this is part of my program, the effective communication method. And you get phone calls once a week with me. You get unlimited access to me. You get special modules with information I don't give to anyone else. Um, And yeah, it's just a good opportunity for you to improve your communication skills with the woman you're currently with and to make yourself feel like, all right, I got this. I know how to handle any conflict, any awkwardness. I know what to do and I can feel good about it. And I know where I'm moving forward with my partner. 
So if that's something you want my help with, see if the program's right for you. Just reach out to me and I'd love to hop on a phone call with you and let you know more about it and if you're a good fit. And yeah, we could we could get you started. So just wanted to give sorry the hiccups. <laughs> I don't know if you hear it. I just wanted to give a mini lesson around boundaries just to clarify some things because I thought it was funny that my clients just hated the word and they were like, can we not use that word? (laughs) You have to use the word or at least know exactly what it means and implement it. So that's it for today's episode, guys. Like I said, hit me up for more information on the effective, effective communication method or you could just click the link below and fill out the form to book a call with me and then we could talk from there. You don't even have to like DM me, just go fill out that form, book a call, and then we'll talk on the call. So have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world, and I will talk to you soon.